Hey everyone, it's Two Noobs Talking coming at you once again, episode number 23, where just like Christian Cage at AEW, we're not superstars, we're just here to outwork everyone in the podcast land. Yes, sir. Bam! With John Tracy, I'm Matt Craig. John, the sun is out, the birds are, the birds are tweeting, they're doing everything, it's spring. How you doing, man? What's going yeah, on? Very well, except for the two doves this morning. They were they were over, overly <laughs> talking. It was it was. I, I love them, but you know they can you know, yeah, just a little too talking. much. It was too, too much cooing there. It was yeah. too early. Cooing, overly talking. <laughs> That's was, nice. not, yeah, exactly. It's two doves talking. Yeah. So I was gonna. Uh, I was actually gonna produce them in. Oh the really? Talking. Yeah. I was like, hey, why don't we do two doves talking? Two doves talking. They weren't interested. So they weren't interested. Oh, that's great. So let's go right in uh, to some good news right off the oh, top. Yeah, absolutely. Screenshot one for our, uh, our listeners and, of course, our audio listeners. We've been following, of course, Pastor James Coates uh, of uh, Grace Life Church up in Edmonton, Alberta. About a few weeks ago, uh, he was put in jail uh, for holding indoor services in Edmonton. And John and I rightly nuked that entire uh, government's way of thinking and basically breaking down the numbers and seeing that, oh, wait a minute, they've got a 99.9996% chance that you're going to survive COVID as opposed to dying from it. Uh, well, the Crown, the British Crown, have decided to release or withdraw all charges uh, against him. Uh, but his wife, Aaron, that, as you can see, his family is on screen for our audio listeners. will uh, Link that article in the show notes. It's a great looking family. Um, I, I follow Aaron Coates on Instagram, John, and uh, there is some caveats, I guess you could say to this. I'll just read right from her post. Of course. we um, Hi, friends. So we weren't able to get the Friday hearing we hoped for. James hearing is Monday. So this is Monday of this week. That this is her post was Thursday of last week. Okay. Okay. This breaks my heart as we've had the wait. Uh, and be away from our family and Grace Light Church when he was so excited to potentially get out. And just a further on, uh, please remember that even his release is not set in stone. Uh, the article, which we just showed, stated they expect the release of James in the upcoming days. The judge has to agree to the terms of the deal. And I'm going to put that in quotes that it's not from Aaron, that's from me. I don't know what terms of the deal mean. Mm hmm. Um, but the good news is that the crown is withdrawing charges. John, what are yes, your thoughts which, on which, that? Well, that's just basically he'll he'll get out eventually. Um hopefully he'll get out and he'll sue. Um <sighs> because it's ridiculous. Like he he, you know, he was trying to it's religious persecution. Yeah. In reality. It like <laughs> like if we really want to like, you know, the there's, there's funny, there's a lot of clips and a lot of things we've been reading through throughout the week is I can see the news media really calling communism out everywhere in the United States, which is nuts. I never thought I would live in a time where communism would be a thing. But he's, at least he's getting out. At least they're seeing the error of their ways because communism has worked that way. Oh, yeah. He okay. would never come out. So yeah. I don't I don't necessarily believe we live under communism. What I was trying to say is it's, it seems like a word that's being thrown out yeah. a lot. And he's coming home eventually. 
Yeah. And, so, uh, and, and great, great on that. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, when that news came out, um, I think, and I found out through mm-hmm. Aaron Coates' Instagram page that he was coming out. I mean, my heart was just, oh my God, what a great, um, story. Yeah, we, we've been follow, following him and his family for a while. Yeah. With this yeah. whole COVID craziness. Yeah. It's just, it's so great to, to see the crown actually say, you know what? Okay. This is kind of getting a little ridiculous that we've jailed this pastor mm-hmm. that's holding these indoor services and really shepherding his flock. Like he's supposed to do that is his job is to shepherd oh, yeah, people. Absolutely. absolutely. And the fact that the crown is basically just taking a look, they look at the data and they saying like, you know what? I think it's time we ought to drop these charges, which is, I mean, Good on them to do it. Good on them to do it. Absolutely. Um, but staying with that, uh, James Coates was actually a seminary student in the Master Seminary in Los Angeles, California. Why do I say that? Well, John MacArthur, pastor of Grace Community Church, is the chancellor of the Master's University. That'd be Matt's man. Like, Matt loves this dude. I, I do, yeah, too. To I say think, that is I an understatement. I, but, yeah. <laughs> I, think he's, I think he's great. He's He is amazing. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just the absolute balls of this guy to basically stand up to Gavin Newsom, who we're going to talk a little, little bit later on in this oh, podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah. Probably within we got the next some, five, we 10 got minutes. Some Gavin news, definitely. <laughs> but I'm going to just go ahead and play this clip uh, for you, John. And it's from YouTube. He was at Trinity Bible church in Dallas, which is not far from you. I think mm-hmm. it's a couple, couple hours. hours. Yeah. A couple hours. So let's, I'll go ahead and just play this clip. He's just going to give an update on you know where things kind of stand with grace community so let me just go ahead and i'll play this clip this is the first place i've preached in the pandemic other than grace church so i haven't preached anywhere but there for a year so they're thrilled that you invited me um, because i'm beginning to feel like the poor they always have me with them so and some of the guys who are great preachers of grace are thrilled that I'm gone so they get a shot at the pulpit. We have been threatened by the county, the city, the state of California endlessly for about a year. They have not been able to close us down at all. Um, we're thankful for that. They have made all kinds of bizarre threats. They have threatened to lock down our parking lots. That didn't work. The latest threat was uh, two weeks ago, they called and said they're going to they're going to put a homeless encampment in our parking lot. They're going to bring gather homeless from everywhere. This is actually true and fill up our parking lot with homeless people to try to shut us down. My response was perfect. We'll have our seminary students evangelize them all day long. Maybe somebody got the word in the city because they pulled back from that. It's amazing. I, I think uh, obviously none of us knows when this nonsense is going to end, but uh, we may uh, we may get to a point where this COVID lockdown begins to slow down to such a point that this would our case will never even be litigated, and that's our hope. So uh, so far we have uh, managed to escape that. And by the way, we haven't paid a dime in legal fees, not one cent, uh, because uh, the Thomas More Society, which has funded the whole thing. The health department uh, basically fines us every single week for meeting. 
and uh, they can't get the money it goes into an escrow account because they are not entitled to the money until they defeat us at the case of the first amendment so we haven't we haven't spent any money on anything we haven't had an offering in a year and the giving has exceeded any any giving in any period of time in the history of our church so um this has been really really amazing i say that because people have said the only reason we went back was to take offerings saw that on the internet we haven't had an offering it's going to be hard for us to start an offering once we get back to normal because people have found other ways to give. I, John, um, Pastor MacArthur is 82 years old. We have a president who's 78 who's a daughtering old grandfather. John MacArthur is as sharp as anyone that I've ever met in his 80s. And to see him intelligently speak like this uh, and continually to do so and to defy his county government by remaining open and basically taking what they thought was going to be a negative thing and to flip it around and just say, that's great. We're going to evangelize all the homeless <laughs> in this parking lot. It's just the perfect Christian example of what to do. And you're on mute, bud. Sorry. Um it's the same thing that we were talking about with this. We, we were we were put with a pandemic, and you know what we did? We started a podcast. Like exactly. my life, my life has is not been any worse. It's been better because it's it's it's. I've gathered more friends. I've gathered more like minded friends. I've gathered more activities to do. I've I've found a bunch of stuff. It's not a negative thing. This is, this is the problem with the world is we think negatively. Yeah. If we think positively, everything will be better. Like our next thing that we have to talk about with Gavin Newsom being thrown out. That's the <laughs> most positive thing I've heard in a really long time. In a long, long time. Exactly. So why don't we go ahead and throw up. What do you want to do first? I mean, we got the clip or do we got the article? So yeah, let's, let's, that, I want to listen to the guy that started this thing. Cause he's, he's hilarious. Let's do it. Cause I think yeah. this is so great uh, in regards to uh, really where the entire, you know, movement really began. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'll just go ahead and I'll throw this on up here. effort to recall Gavin Newsom is gaining major traction, a petition collecting more than 1.5 million signatures. Well, joining me now to discuss is the Recall Gavin 2020 spokesman, Mike Netter, and Mornings on the Mall with WMAL host, Mary Walter. Mike, let me go to you first. Uh, this petition is very close to triggering, well, actually, you're at the recall election now. Uh, do you think it's going to happen? Wow. Do you think it's going to be uh, just another political flop? I noticed the GOP just threw in some money to it. Well, it's not going to be a political flop. Let me say I'm a main proponent of it. Although we have 1.5 million signatures, they still have to go through a secondary validation process. Now, we're validating an 85% rate. Now, we have a month to go. So the good news is we are, believe we're going to get a total of about 1.8 to 2 million signatures, which with our validation rate will get us the net figure that we need of about 1.5 million. But to say I'm optimistic would be an understatement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is definitely an understatement. I'm extremely optimistic about this. Exactly. Yeah. And we, and again, we've well documented Newsom's, um, 
you know, ridiculousness in terms of trying to curb this virus. Yeah, he's, one of the, he's one of the Fab Five, as I like to call them. Mm. He's one of the Fab Five, and we like to we like to talk about this. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this up here because this is for anybody that doesn't know anything. Matt, please explain for the audio listeners. Yeah, this is really good. You found this uh, kind of, a, I, I like to say, an FAQ site, uh, and we'll have this link in our show notes. It's from, uh, and I'll have the actual uh, date. It's of the, from the Mercury News. Mercury News. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, this was an amazing FAQ talking about really the entire California recall election process. And so one of the big questions they've got on there is, quote, what would what would voters see on the ballot on the ballot if the recall qualifies? And the answer is basically the state's voters will be asked two questions. First, do they want to vote yes or no on recalling Newsom? And if they uh, do say yes, who should replace them? And there's a long list of people, apparently. Yes, so they have they have a bunch of choices, which in in reality, this is, the reason we wanted to pull this out is because this is the same thing that we talk about with politics all the time. There's nothing new under the sun when it mm-hmm. comes to politics. Mm-hmm. And this this will be a cut because there's nothing new under the sun because yeah. that would happen in 2003. Yeah, 2003, Gray Davis was the governor of California, was not doing very well. I think it was also high property taxes or something like mm-hmm. that within the entire state. People got fed up with it. And Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger was elected yes. governor after Gray Davis was recalled. And you remember what happened, John, in 2003. People were like, what the heck? The Terminator is the exactly. governor of California? <laughs> but he's a Kennedy, so everybody was okay. <laughs> there you go. By marriage only. Yeah, uh, exactly. But it just goes to show you just what can happen in this, this great country of ours. It's just like a Terminator. The Terminator. Um can be governor of the state of California. Like yeah, all of a sudden. He started, he started actually, because didn't Jesse Ventura run Minnesota shortly after? Late 90s. Late oh, no, 90s. he was before. Okay. Yeah, okay. he was before. Yeah. Well, good, good job, Jesse. But Jesse Ventura has never been second at anything. And he's ever <laughs> exactly. <done>. Love that guy. <laughs> exactly uh, just, right. Just to close this out so I can get rid of this stupid screen of a Q&A that nobody wants to watch on our podcast. Uh, <laughs> the other thing is that uh, the question was asked, can Newsom enter his own name in the running as a backup plan so he can keep it? And that the answer is actually no, because he's banned from doing it under no. state law, which is awesome. Means, you know, election laws actually work in some states. Yeah, exactly. Which in can Queens, also Pennsylvania. Yeah, exactly. Which also explains the nervousness that he's mm-hmm. been feeling in the last few days because he knows this has been this entire it's, movement it's has been gathering steam. It's happening. He's got a tr- he's got a year long track record of double masking, indoor ma- indoor masks in the, your, in the favorite, your favorite one is 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 sit down in a restaurant with a mask, take it off, t- move Pull it, it down, you can eat, eat put it back while on. You're chewing, put it back on. That's your. Yeah, I that's that's I mentioned last week. One. There's no scientific explanation for that. There's none of that. There, there's nothing that could say. Oh, did you know that COVID is waiting above your head? I, who knows? Maybe it might be like over. Hey, as soon as you take your mask off, it's just going to jump out of somewhere. It, <laughs> exactly. Like they've taken it. So you, we've oh. seen this Northern California. We saw that gentleman that uh, he owned a rodeo ranch. I, I don't think I ever shared it with you. I, I think I shared it on Facebook though. 
he stood in front of um his local government and was like this is getting ridiculous this was seven months ago he was mm. saying it's getting ridiculous now at this point it's ridiculous it is yeah like like i get it why florida's open i get why texas is open i get why mm. mississippi's open i get why louisiana is opening and a million i think kentucky's starting to open there's a bunch of them i think 11 or 12 states are fully open some that didn't even close Isn't that amazing I mean, Pennsylvania is getting back from what I hear from my friends and it's getting back to normal. Slowly. slowly. Yeah. Yeah. Slowly. There's still outdoor. Yeah. I mean, you could still eat outside and whatnot. It's kind of like, you know, what it was like during the summer months. Uh, that's yeah. kind of where I would land where everything is right now, okay. John. Okay. We're, we're fully like tech as, as you know, Texas is we're fully open. Masters still mm -hmm. required to go into certain stores. Mm -hmm. They're not in other stores. Um, Interesting. Yeah. You're not, it's not required outside, which it should never been required. Yeah, outside, it should. Yeah, it's like the only place where you, you know, yeah. if you're going for a walk by yourself, you probably don't need a mask. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, exactly. Not Just FYI, <laughs> <laughs> don't need I mean, a mask for your walk around outside. Yeah. But I mean, it just goes to show you too. And I think I'm going to throw this up, John, because I think this is probably the single best tweet I've seen this year. And maybe even this decade. No, I, I, I totally, I totally agree because especially now with the caseload just dropping, being like crazy, at like seventy five percent. Yeah, no, like I mean dropping. For our audio listeners, look at that. This. this is Ben Watson, who was former tight end of in the NFL, played for the Patriots, I think, yep. also for a few other teams, the Saints. Yep. And he's oh, running for really he's running for government too, right? I think so. He's definitely been involved in a pro life movement, all that kind of stuff. But I. You know, people have been asking him, please run, please run as president, please do this, please do that. This guy is really well spoken, obviously. He's very smart. The, I remember him when he was playing. He was really smart. One of the more likable guys that you would ever meet has a great family. His tweet right here, quote, after a year, I'm still dismayed by the lack of clarity surrounding COVID. Lives and livelihoods have been lost. And how much was a result of pandemic versus politics? That's, Public, a, that's a huge question. It's a huge question. It's a really huge question because where does that line, where does that line go? I, yeah. I understand there was a pandemic and I'm fully aware that there was a pandemic and I'm fully okay with helping people through a pandemic, mm -hmm. but how much was it, how much politics played in the oh. pandemic? That's a question that I would love Gavin Newsom to answer. Absolutely. Or Governor Wolf, Wolf or Whitmer or Murphy. Yeah. Or our favorite eighth accusing 50,000 killing. <laughs> exactly. I'd love these. I'd love these people to stand up and have a press conference and explain where was the politics? Where was the pandemic? Yeah. Explain I couldn't. It. Please. Yes. I think that's it's so well stated, John. Thank you. That's just unbelievably well put. And then, but Ben Watson continues with his tweet. Public health should never be manipulated for private gain. Amen to that. Yeah, our Bill lives, Gates. and just to finish, our lives shouldn't be at the mercy of a red or blue agenda. Again, amen to that. That yeah. was, yes. like I said, that was probably the single best tweet I ever heard. And it perfectly encapsulated my entire thoughts on this entire pandemic from start to finish, John. I agreed. And it runs us right into Fauci getting taken the task oh. by my man, Rand Paul. Uh, 
<laughs> you can hate him all you want. Yeah. You can hate Rand Paul. And I don't like and I don't like Rand Paul anymore. Exactly. Than- I will cut this video because you can hate him all you want because I don't like him at some time. Yeah. Senator Ted Cruz doesn't like him at some time. <laughs> He's an extremist in so many ways. Oh yeah. But I love him because he never disappoints. Yeah. And he took he took, took that old, quack to wrinkle face double mask troll of a man had a nothing took on his own agenda absolutely took him right to task basically saying you've been vaccinated dr fauci why do you continue to wear these masks when you've been vaccinated which to me now john that's like the stupidest thing i've ever heard right get vaccinated and put a mask on that's like the stupidest thing ever. To me, that's why are we why are we vaccinating? We were wearing masks because we didn't have the the vaccine. Now yeah. we have the vaccine. Why are we taking the? We're, we're going to throw the mask, mask back, back on, on. and because, especially double because you know what? I I think to be honest with you, we really need maybe five shots with Doctor Quack should solve it, and if that doesn't solve it, maybe he can wear ten masks, and until then, maybe he ups the ante and gets fifteen shots. When does the insanity end, Dr. Quack? When does it end? You know, and maybe what we ought to do is wear 10 masks so that when you have to speak, people don't understand a lick of what you're saying. Because to be quite honest, it would do us all a, a huge favor if you masked up and you wore about 15 or 20 of them. He's and a- I'm being dead serious because yeah, this guy is an absolute, only a, a quack would prescribe you to take a vaccine and throw two masks on your face. It's, that guy is a quack, John. It, it doesn't make any sense. It absolutely. No. I'm going to try to be the level or head here. <laughs> Wait a minute, what's going um, on here? I don't know. No, exactly. It's, 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 it's bizarre world here. Exactly. He, he's never made any sense. We've made fun of him so much. He's, oh my God. Yeah. He just, you don't, I mean. Don't even know what to say. Don't, you don't take the vaccine and then put masks back on yeah that's it's nonsensical Rand paul made that great point. why would you take the vaccine we're taking the vaccine we i'm saying this as america and the world we're taking Mm -hmm. the vaccine so we can take the masks off so we can go back Back to the bars and hang out we can we're trying to humanity is happening yeah. The vaccine is so we can go back to humanity. Mm-hmm. The, the fact that this dude even speaks out loud pisses me off. Yeah. <laughs> like you say out loudness, like the fact he's doing it in front of a microphone makes me angry. You can't. Like, yeah, you it's can't. It's not yeah. logical. No. It's not logical. So you're going to take a day. Here's what he's, he's imposing. Just no. let me get real. Go for so it. someone has to take a day off of work and lose yep. eight hours. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which, they still have to pay bills because it's a pandemic and they're just getting back to work. Yeah. So they have to take a day off to go get a vaccine. Mm-hmm. That, what, what does it change? Nothing. Nothing. So why are they losing? You want them to lose more money? Yeah, shut exactly. Everybody down. Now they're coming back. Now you're trying to shut them down again. It makes it, no it sense. It just doesn't make any sense. No, of course not. Why would it? Why would it with him? Like I said, only a quack would prescribe you yeah. to take something. And only a president like Joe Biden would put him in charge. Exactly. Exactly. And and also a shot on Trump 
I don't even know why Trump even brought him even close to that. Yeah, like, exactly. A, you got Trump's got to take one on the on the lip for that too. Yeah, absolutely. like why would anybody that's logical put this dude in charge of anything? You know, it, it also says something to you know we you know Doctor Deborah Burks was also part of that coronavirus task force right at the beginning part. Yeah, and they got rid of her. Great job. Sense. Right, she did a great job, and then all of a sudden, her family, she got caught. And I hate to use that phrase, got caught, but she did. She did. Being out with her family without a mask on. But she did the honorable thing and she stepped away. Mm -hmm. She stepped away from that post because her health of her family mattered more than a governmental position. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that is the definition of integrity. Yes. yes, What she did was wrong by the current prescription. What, you know, they were all prescribing us to do. It was wrong for her to. Yeah, you don't tell. You don't tell. You don't tell millions of people to do something and do something different. Which is good on her to do what she did and say, you know what, family means more right now than the position. I and I agree with that a hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Other than other than other than just calming down and just just you know putting putting the wax to people. Let's just talk about let's just talk about Cuomo for like three seconds. So now his now advisor, which is the eighth <laughs> accuser, says that he's a scumbag. But so we're over. It. It's we're over now. The number of accusers. Yes, accusers, yes. Right? And okay. and behind Matt, you would have seen because he didn't have an accuser for seven days. I was going to put up like that that Wawa thing without incident. <laughs> I was going to put without accusation, but he screwed it up because right before we're about to do a podcast. He gets another accusation. I'm like, well, that doesn't fly. That's not comedy anymore. Thanks, Cuomo. You're screwing my stuff up now. Exactly. Oh gosh. And just, just, just to make, just to make everybody aware, I just read a great article. I'll try to find it. I don't mm. know if I can put it in the show notes. Maybe we'll cover it later when he's down to no viewers. But mm. I just read this great article from some independent newspaper. Chris Cuomo's CNN show mm. is took like a 75% dive in ratings mm. over the last three weeks. And it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Oh, exactly. It literally could not happen to a nicer guy. Just failure. I love it. And yeah. I don't want anybody to fail, but if there's one person that I want to fail, this guy you want to fail. Yeah. I hope your show yeah. gets canceled. <laughs> I hope CNN, the worst <laughs> network in the world cancels your show because you're not good enough for CNN. That says That's how I feel lot. about this family. Exactly. That would say an awful lot that the worst news provider in the world yes. says you're not good enough to be on our network. I hope that happens. I do. I hate Chris Cuomo <laughs> that much. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's pretty bad. He is pretty bad. And that's an understatement for sure. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Those te- the fact that he, I mean, I would love to know like the actual like viewership numbers the fact that it's reduced by what'd you say john like 75 75 it's like ridiculous <laughs> we see that doesn't have much of an audience anyway to begin with but it's like if you stop to think about that like yeah God, he's, losing, he's yeah, a prime time guy yeah, isn't lemon, yeah lemon's losing it too oh yeah uh badly yeah it's amazing too because it's like i made the you know kind of an offhanded joke last week right where it's like you know you would think they would want trump in charge for another four years because the ratings would be up but no it's not i mean it's yeah. like they're going in the opposite direction it's like what's going on there <laughs> what's happening here yeah it's oh my it's gosh 
it's bizarre. That was actually really funny. That shows you how much, uh, how much uh, the social media has taken over. We we just mentioned an article of the Mercury News. What do you think popped up on my computer while we were talking? Mm, a Mercury, new article for the Mercury News. Mercury News. Just throwing that out there. That amazing. Yeah. Well, let's uh, how they listen. Yeah, exactly. Moving on. Let's move on and let's talk uh, some Captain America, shall we? Uh, and by Captain America, I'm referring to the uh, to the National Guard. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. They have done. I mean, confused because we got a bunch of Captain America. I, I was just going to say, yeah. By the way, I did tell. <laughs> I a little deer in headlights there for a minute. Yeah, I was just going. Wait a minute. What's going on here? Oh my God! I thought man went rogue. <laughs> <laughs> but here we got the Pennsylvania National Guard. Um some really good news you know we have texas of course the national guard helping out on the border down there yep yep 500 here, 500 good men went down that solved some situations absolutely and here we've got the pa national guard supporting a vaccination center in the city of philadelphia and uh these people are just yeah, it's just good like, like matt your dad your dad was an adjutant general national guard he yep. served he served fully and awesomely mm. Thank you. Probably to probably even beyond most people. I I don't think there's going to be an adjutant general that could even get to the level that your dad did. He did such great things. Yeah. Um, just 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 so you know, like this is very close to our heart. Yeah, exactly. And it's just let's just scroll down here with this article again. We'll link this to our show notes. But yes, again, for yes, the benefit exactly. of our audio listeners here, quote: More than forty Pennsylvania National Guard members are supporting a max mass vaccination center in Philadelphia. And then, of course, they're supporting the state-run, federally supported Center City uh, Community Vaccination Center at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. Normally, when it has the auto show, flower show, they're holding it right in there. And, of course, it's a partnership with FEMA, uh, Federal Emergency Management Agency, City of Philadelphia, Commonwealth of PA. But the National Guard, they're going in there, and they are mass vaccinating. If you think about that, 40 soldiers are in there day in day out vaccinating people that live in that city mm-hmm. over a million people i mean that it's just amazing and then of course like from lieutenant colonel joseph hensley commanding officer of the pa national guard detachment in philadelphia quote this is a joint mission to help vaccinate pennsylvania who better to do it than the joint force including uh, the pa national guard amen to that colonel hensley that is absolutely awesome. and that goes that goes back to our interview we had with your father talking about the mm-hmm. operation warp speed and where he saw the national guard where they went because he probably has the same brain as the people that are in charge mm-hmm. they knew this that's where it was going to go and it's yeah. same same thing he was explaining to us back then before mm-hmm. we even had vaccines yeah like oh operation warp speed is a great you know place for the national guard to work out and it's just i, I anybody Anybody that serves has my utmost respect always forever. I'm not, my cousin was a, uh, an airman for 26 years, retired before he passed away. Mm -hmm. I have not my dad, you know, my dad was drafted for Vietnam, just like your, your father. And that's Mm -hmm. where his career started. Yep. My, my uncle was in the Navy. My grandfather, my grandfather on my dad's side fought in two wars. Mm. My grandfather on my mother's side was in the navy like it goes on my my uncle yeah my mom's uncle he was also in the navy like Mm. i have a large military family yep 
and yeah. you just can't you just can't thank them enough, enough. i live i i live right near san, san antonio that has two two bases i see military people all the time and there's nothing nothing more than a anything that you can do a thank you or you know i work with a veteran i work yeah. with a per persian gulf veteran every day yeah there's nothing you can do but more thank them for their service and yeah. what they to get to where we are oh and yeah to, get to where we're going oh. we need them all the time oh That's yeah why it makes me so angry mm -hmm. when they were used and abused in the capital mm -hmm. That's why i was so angry about it mm -hmm. because we're not going anywhere without them absolutely they absolutely. they lead us everywhere we go absolutely yeah especially when it comes to national emergencies like this mm -hmm. they are willing to put their lives on the line they are the ultimate first responders to any sort of catastrophe that may happen they are there to help uh in any form whether it's vaccinations whether it's you know saving people from homes that are being flooded or on fire or whatever the case may be or you know whatever well riots it, it, yeah whatever catastrophic environment that you could create they're prepared for it they're and right there they're it's trained good. it's just great and this is the thing too that you know and my dad referred to this in our in our podcast episode nine by the way if you ever wanted to mm -hmm. check that out again the fact that let's just say 40 years ago they were pretty much down here they weren't even close to where they were supposed to be in terms of their equipment mm -hmm. in terms of their training and all of that kind of stuff and from where they were 40 years ago to now where they are vaccinating people and they're going and doing multiple tours overseas and all this other stuff they truly are the captain americas of our generation John, I mean, oh, that's exactly what they are. And absolutely. they are willing to do it. They are willing to go out there and put their lives on the line for us so that we can get back to normal. We can get back to like what we love to do. And that's the exactly. I, I'd, I'd love to say, I'd love to see there's so many National Guard stories, especially, you know, yeah. this one and the Texas one where they went down, where Governor Abbott was just like, you know what? I know what I know what can solve it. I'm just send 500 guys down there and, you know, they'll. They'll make sure, mm -hmm. you know, everybody's got what they needed. Oh, yeah. And I will say this, too. Like, my brother-in-law just had the Johnson Johnson mm -hmm. vaccine just this last week. And uh, where he went to get vaccinated, it was run by the PA National Guard. Nice. And just so you know, just so everybody knows in our, in our, in our audience, um, he was given a card where it was like, you're going to get shot at 426, right? 426 in the afternoon. So he goes up, he gets the shot when it happened, 426. Yeah. So on time. Yeah, they don't no they don't no horsing around, none of this. Oh, I gotta double check over here and you know, make sure you're over there and all that kind no, of stuff. No, they checked they checked you in, they go for it. They it, I Boom. love the military. In and out. The military just makes me happy. Yeah. Just yeah, to be great. protected by the military and to be able to live a free life and live by the constitution and the military just it makes me smile every day like when i see a military person and this isn't this isn't fluff or bullshit like i literally love yeah. the military yeah. i literally love them they they just they they you can ask anybody mm. anybody that's in the military just walk up and ask them and be like why do you do this for you to be free yeah literally every, every yeah. everyone that i talk to same thing they don't regret doing it. They don't, they, they are forever mm -hmm. giving their selves to service yeah. for people. 
Yeah. Yeah. And they don't even know you and they're doing it for you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And like I mentioned before, too, in previous podcasts, John, it's like you it, go out of your way. If you ever see somebody in uniform, just say thank you for your service. That's all they want to hear. Yeah. You know, you know, that and if you uh, can afford it, pay for a meal. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If you pay, see them like in restaurants, yeah. like, do it. Yeah. Do it. And just say, yeah, I can't even begin to tell you the number of, <laughs> you know, not to say it selfishly, but being with the family, of course, like dad in uniform, yeah. there would be a, a time where someone would buy my dad like a free, you know, slice of pie on them. Yeah. That exactly. kind of thing. So because he deserved it. Yeah, exa of, you know, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, just go out of your way, go out of your way and thank pe people, that, especially that put on the uniform, represent the country like yeah. this. I mean, show love. Can't That's can't ask for anything better than that. Absolutely. Speaking of uh, uniforms and uniforms and, and Americas, <laughs> love it. Happy segment. Love it. Ninety-one-year-old police officer has no plans to retire. Camden, Arkansas. John, why don't you go ahead and read this for our audio oh, list? Jeez. Okay, this is LC Buckshot Smith. Love He's that. The oldest officer. I love his name. <laughs> I love finding these things for Matt. Uh, I only do it for Matt. Uh, I read these things all the time. So this one, this one, I was like, totally Matt would love this one. Yeah. He said he moves a little slower, but you know, Hey, 91, you know, he's, he's doing his thing. Yeah. After 46 years as a deputy, he retired. And five months later, he's kind of bored. Uh, <laughs> he went back to work. And this is the greatest quote. I don't hunt. I don't fish. <laughs> I love I love this guy just yeah. from this article. That's amazing. So, so this is yeah. our man right here. This is L.C. Buckshot Smith. Love it. Great name, dude. It's such an alias. Yeah. I wonder what his real name is. Take it over. Yeah, it's great. I mean, just basically uh, his mayor, uh, Smith, uh, you know, basically in the article says this. Mayor uh, Julian Lott has, says Smith has a more powerful weapon. This is uh, Mayor Lott quote. Quote, he knows your mama and he knew your grandmother. So he has the authority to speak into our lives. How about that? Yes, <laughs> quote. Yeah. Yes, and uh, over the course of his career, Smith said that he has, quote, taken more people home than he's taking them to jail. End quote. It's so true. It's so true. And if you were to eliminate the media, you would learn that. Yeah. Because most of the time, cops aren't bad. No. Most of the time. Because nobody they don't want to do it and he's a he's a prime example and it's such a great story to come out i, I just i love him to death and i love and this just, yeah just to I, finish with him is his lieutenant he he's gonna retire when god tells him to yeah his and you know what basically says him. yeah absolutely absolutely uh chief boyd woody quote he does not want to retire in his words to me he'll retire when the good lord tells him to end quote yes sir and you've earned that. Absolutely. You know, and it's like what you just said, John, uh, in regards to like, I love that quote too. Uh, taking more people home than to jail. Yeah. I mean, here's a guy, here's an officer, right? Where he's 91 and he's there caring for his people, for his townsfolk in Camden, Arkansas. Like, yeah. It just didn't start when he was 91. Yeah. It started when he started. Absolutely. He brought he brought humanity to to the to the shield, and I know a lot of in, in the military and in police department, mm -hmm. even fire anybody, first responders. 
yeah. always bring that. And yeah. that's what the media doesn't put out. Yeah. 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 It's always the negative with the media. And that's, that's a problem be mm -hmm. because of stories like this, there's a hundred LC Bucksmiths in this country <laughs> that are doing it. Yeah. You know, exactly. And, and that's, they need to be promoted. Not Absolute. this, not this yeah. garbage, not these idiots that, that are undertrained and underfunded and they make bad decisions and, and not to paint cops in a broad brush. Like, you know, no, there's no this, need to paint them because there's more LC Buckshot Smiths are, out there. Absolutely. Way more of that than mm -hmm. there are whomever that guy, you know, whomever, well, whomever we want to paint in a corner yeah. that made a bad decision is a terrible person. There's so many less of them in this world. I firmly believe that. I agree. I totally agree with you. And you know, they're not going to be superheroes or anything of that sort, but what, what are they doing? They're doing their job each and every single day. It's taking people home as opposed to putting them in jail. I mean, that's the best thing about that whole quote, which I love because it's like that to me says like, he's caring for his people. Is he making arrest? Yeah, probably only when it's warranted. That's the thing. It's like, it's not, he's not just arresting people just for the sake of arresting people. This guy is going no, out not, there. It's just... not his ego. He's doing it. So let's talk about another Superman that does it uh, a little mentally. He's one of my favorite people, actually. And probably like if we were involved in a company together, John, let's get this guy a CEO because this guy, David I love, Portnoy. I, I love him to death. He takes up so much of my time. Oh, I my love gosh. him to death. I think he's awesome. I also, have a, I also have an affection for people from Massachusetts. So <laughs> <laughs> headline, let's go back up there, John, if you would mm -hmm. real quick headline, David Portnoy's review helps New Jersey pizzerias orders explode. Gabriella Otiano. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing her name there. I think you got it right. Calabria restaurant and pizzeria owner says Portnoy changed her life. When I saw this article, uh, not this article, but I saw it. Uh, I saw the news article. Mm. Um, here, here's their. Yeah, it's a tweet uh, from Gabriella that basically says, "Thank you, Dave Portnoy, for coming by. It was a dream come true, and it was basically Dave Portnoy's one thousandth review, pizza review on yep. Barstool Sports, Which, talking about this it, pizzeria. If you haven't checked that out, you should probably just get into that." Yeah. It's some of the most entertaining stuff. Yeah. He's just entertaining. Yeah. He's he's clearly entertaining. And I was saying to Matt right before we came on, if if you like Trump, totally check out the interview that he did with Trump when Trump was president. You will see a side of Trump and you'll see a side <laughs> of Portnoy that you've never seen before. It's yeah. just brilliant. It's yeah. brilliant. It's brilliant cinematography. It totally yeah. is. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean. Atiano basically told Fox Business uh, earlier this week that she is getting customers as far away as California and India. India, they were, John. They were not. They were not doing well for the pandemic, and I mean, obviously, importantly, does not give scores just to give scores. Yeah, he judges everything fairly. I believe. Yeah. Portnoy said um, a good score from him means something because he sometimes gives bad ones. And then the quote from him on the article, I'll just read it right here. If I give a big score, it changes how that pizza shop operates to the point where some locals sometimes get mad because there's little him and gems that you can no longer just waltz in. It's it's so true. It's it's totally Guy Fieri 
yeah. complex in a way. Because when Guy Fieri does the dot, we need more of that yeah. in the world. Yeah. Like we really do because the people that own these, these places deserve. Oh yeah. They totally deserve. Yeah. To get the money that the big restaurants are getting. And then he's such a proponent for, for restaurants, his barstool fund, uh, Aaron Rodgers committed yep. millions to it. Yeah. Uh, the university of Penn committed millions to it. Mm-hmm. Check him out. He's doing, I, I'm sure everybody who watches this knows who he is, but He's definitely you got to check him out. He's he he's a saint yeah. for what he's doing. Like, I don't think totally. there's any better uh, adjective you just gave, John. I mean, the guy just goes in there, changes everyone's like if they give out a good pizza, and he scores high. He's got a great platform to be on. Exactly, and, and especially during this pandemic, you know, it's like you know, small businesses were killed obviously were killed during this people weren't going out whatever the case may be but this guy what's he doing he's coming back and he's helping small business come back in our in our country and great on him to do it oh the barstow fund is amazing yeah yeah absolutely excuse me i need some water so i don't choke like last episode (laughs) Uh, it's not a joke Uh (laughs) yeah i mean it's just it's huge it's huge go ahead john what were you going to say on that it's just his barstool fund check it out if you can donate please donate it's it's amazing yeah. he is saving restaurants uh his pizza review is always on point trust me he does not give people he does not just give good reviews like he gives perfect reviews yeah um and giving that one save their business which is brilliant by i follow him uh if you're a gambler follow him because he's he's opening up sports books all over the country mm-hmm. and I, I, it was funny. He opened Chicago and took a huge L. Like, oh, really? He, took a ton, he lost a ton of money. Oh, Chicago. It was, it, but he, the thing I like about him and like, like all encompassing, like mm-hmm. I'm willing to be an ass in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's yeah. similar. He's, he's awesome because yeah. he's just, he's real. He's yeah. real. He's the same thing. We talk about Herschel Walker and talk about Ben, ben Watson. Watson. We talk yep. about people running up, up, Sanders Huckabee in uh, mm-hmm. uh, Arkansas. She's running mm-hmm. for mayor or governor. I okay, I think she's running for governor. She's as real. She's as real as the day goes goes along. Like oh yeah, the former. Okay, yeah, the yes, former White House Secretary yep. of Trump. She's mm-hmm. running for governor. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, yeah, I think it's right. I think it's like I, I love putting Port- their money where their mouth is. Yeah, exactly. And I love it's a beautiful thing. A beautiful I love Portnoy's. Um, review of the lunchables pizza oh god it was oh the kid show thing oh it was it was, we'll, we'll never play it but oh god it was in our in our household one of the funniest things we ever heard you sent that to me and i was dying for at least a couple it was days. so good oh he's my so god funny. So funny. he's so on point yeah love his brand love everything that he does i i just have nothing this like i have <laughs> nothing negative to say about, say about this guy exactly exactly really don't yeah he's he's one of the good ones yeah, i like and, him uh, i like him a lot yeah, it's really, really cool. So that does it, man. Episode yeah. 23, John, of Two Noobs Talking. As yeah. always, man, it's great to do this with you. And uh, let's do some shameless plug action. Absolutely. So we'll just do socials. We're on Facebook, TikTok, mm-hmm. Clapper, and Instagram. That's where we post minute videos of our podcast. So you can kind of check out what we're talking about before you check out our episode. 
which is good. Uh, we're, we we found that's a little bit better than having like an interactive. So you'll get you'll get our best cuts over mm. the course of the week. So that's our socials. Matt, what do, what do we do for video? Yeah, for video, we've got YouTube and Rumble. On YouTube, we would really love it if you like our videos, share them, and subscribe to our channel. Uh, we bumped it up to eleven. Yeah. John, we're getting close it, to it, that it twenty helps. mark. Let's go! If you can get us, if you can get us beyond where we think we could go, that would be really helpful. Just YouTube focusing on YouTube. We are on Rumble. If you're on Rumble, mm-hmm. um, please yep. check us out there. Uh, but definitely YouTube, we're focusing on. Please like, subscribe. Uh, like and share, share and subscribe exactly there you yeah, go exactly also Jump also the audio side yeah go ahead we are, we are all over audio we are on apple google iHeartRadio. we are on spotify i hate spotify but we're still on spotify <laughs> spotify sucks we're on we're on two things that i just learned today that someone downloaded us on i don't even remember the name but there are two anywhere you can find us audio just search Two noobs talking, 215512. Great. And then, of course, our show notes, as we've mentioned before in the podcast, love holding it up. It's right here. But the actual copy, two noobs talking.wordpress.com. And again, you can just go right there on the link on our on bottom screen there. Check it out. We have all the links, all the articles we've shared, all the video clips we've shared. We've got it all right there. Absolutely. And if you if you put your email address and subscribe, it will send it to your email so you don't even have to waste the time going there. Beautiful. It will, it will email you. It's a beautiful thing. Also, Discord, it will be in the show notes. We're trying to grow that. We're actually doing a thing, Two Noobs Radio, that'll probably pop off. It'll be Matt produced, but John host it. Uh, be a little more sports thing. That's coming down the line. We're, me and Matt will talk about it a little bit more. Absolutely. So Discord will be a thing. So we're just trying to keep that out. Absolutely. Yeah. So we hope you enjoyed uh, this episode. Again, episode 23, Two Noobs Talking. John, anything final to say, man? Matt, don't go down the rabbit hole. (laughs) Take care. Have a great week. Talk to you all next week.